so we went to the preschool and I dropped her off and I was so excited. I'm like, this is so great. I'm just going to go out and I'll buy you boxers for girls. I'll just go get them right now. And I, I literally drove to every store I could think of because I didn't think that they didn't exist. I just right. thought this is so easy. I, I found my solution and I just couldn't believe it. And, you know, I was like, all right, it's okay. We'll just keep wearing the ugly boys plaid ones, but they really don't work for girls. They're too long. They have the open front fly. You know, they would always peek out under her dress. They had this elastic that was really too rough for her. And they just, they weren't functional. And so one day, I think I just got really angry and I was really mad. And I was like, you know what? This is so not fair. This is so dumb that I have to buy something that doesn't work, but it's so close to working. Like, I'm so close, I can almost feel it. Mother Jumpers is a podcast for mothers ready to jump into what's next after motherhood. As mothers, our focus is to raise our children and give our energy to others. It's an amazing and big job, one that comes with some amazing highs and some challenging lows. Somewhere along the way, a gnawing voice gets in our head, calling us to find something else, something that inspires us to find our passion, follow a dream, or make some money. Weekly, we talk with women who have successfully navigated the jump from motherhood into a career path that has given them a sense of personal fulfillment. And we have candid discussions on the why, the how, the good and the bad, the ups and the downs, with stories that inspire, inform, and motivate mothers hoping to make their own jump. Welcome to this episode of Mother Jumpers. On today's episode, I have a local mom. You are in um, LA, Blythe, correct? Yes. Awesome. Okay, so Blythe Williams and um, Williams. Did I pronounce that right? That right, Blythe. Yes. Not that you can't really exactly. mispronounce Williams, but you never know. <laughs> um, and, uh, Blythe owns a company called My My Pipers, and. Yep. Excited to hear about her business, but um, Piper, uh, I'm a Piper. I'm about to call you Piper. Um, Blythe, <laughs> thank you for joining Mother Jumpers today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, I'm excited to hear your story. Um, we were just talking about how busy it is with school back or back to school and running a company. So um, it's it, being a mom is crazy, and that's what we're going to talk about. So, um, yes. Blythe, tell me a little bit about um, your family life and dynamic, if you will. Uh, so my family life, um, I have two children, one who is almost a 12-year-old, and I have a daughter named Piper, who is now eight, and she was the inspiration for our business. We live um, out in LA, kind of the outskirts of LA, um, with my husband, and we have guinea pig, two hamsters, and fish, so oh. we're kind of simple. 
Wow. Guinea pigs, pigs, fish, hamsters. Any, do you like prefer any of those? Because my children are talking about wanting one of one of them and I'm not sure which to narrow in on. Um, yes, I do definitely prefer the Guinea pig. Um, she is super sweet, super wonderful, eats a lot, but she, um, she's a lot easier to kind of play with, which is kind of what you want for your children, especially when they're young and going into first pets. The hamsters are very tiny. They're hard to hold. They can escape and get into places where you might never even be able to get them out. (laughs) We've had some fun adventures for sure with um, our first hamster. So my, you know, my kids love them both, but I would say definitely as a mom, I would go for the guinea pig absolutely any day. <laughs> okay. They're not as stinky. They eat a lot, but that's okay. No, that's great. Thank you. It's so yeah. ironic that you said that because literally every day in the car, I have conversations about <laughs> what we're going to get and we have a dog and I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No, that's great. Well, um, and 12 and eight, I have an eight and a six year old. So okay. So we're kind of like one in the middle there. Awesome. So tell me a little bit, Blythe, like what I know we'll we'll get to your business, but kind of what has been your career path before you had kids and then kind of what shifted or, you know, where you took this after or maybe during. Right. Yes. Um, My path is definitely one that's all over the place. Um, I was a film major in college, so I thought that was definitely where I was always going to end up. And uh, I mean, definitely I'm not there now, but I worked, um, um, you know, in the film industry for a, a quite a long time. I, um, I worked at uh, Fox Studios. I worked at Fox 2000, um, which was just now bought by Disney. And I slowly realized that my main goal that I wanted to achieve was being a mom. Mm. And just honestly, for me, working and I was, you know, doing the dreaded L.A. commute and working really long hours. And I just thought to myself, you know, I, 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 it's just not in my heart. I love the film industry. I wouldn't change a thing from my major, but it just wasn't. I realized the path that I wanted to stay on. Mm-hmm. And I was also always very kind of creative. So along the way, of course, happily, I got engaged and I created my own wedding invitations. Mm. And yeah, and from there it kind of blossomed. I had, you know, everybody I worked with was so amazing and kind and started asking me to create stationery for them or even invitations for them, our uh, baby showers. And so from word of mouth, that kind of grew. And I was able to leave there with, with that. So I had, that was my first company that I started. It was called um, Pitch Keep Papery. Definitely a 180 from the film industry, but I really enjoyed it. And I really realized that I could do this from home and be a mom as well. So I could still, you know, be in business and still working, but, you know, able to do what I really wanted to do, which was, you know, be with my family. And yeah. Then... <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, wait, wait. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, I think, um, so it sounds like you, t- you were able to kind of, you had this, did you always have this creative flair about you? I mean, were you into art and d- were you doing that in the film work you were doing or you just like to kind of get creative? You know, yeah. I, you know, I really wasn't definitely not in the film industry. I wasn't doing anything like that, but I guess when I reach back and I look at my childhood, I always, I always was creative and creating things. And I guess I just, went for it when I started doing my own invitations and really realized, Oh wait, I, I really enjoy doing this. I mm-hmm. want, I want to stick with this. 
Yeah, that's awesome. I I mean, I think sometimes it, it, it things happen and like the lead the let the path least assumed. Right. That's not even the right word, but or, you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So you yeah. had a and stage. sometimes you know sometimes you really lose yourself sometimes. Yeah. Trying to figure it all out, and so it's it's really great when something happens to you and you're like, oh yeah, like I, I used to really enjoy art. What happened? And so you know, it was it was a real joy to discover that I was able to do that. Yeah, no, that's great. I think that sometimes we do things in life that we enjoy, but we don't really think about it as a career path or, right. you know, much about it or even like as a skill maybe. And then sometimes it yes. just naturally clicks and there's a, a great new journey ahead, which is very cool. Okay. So you yes. started this company. What was the name of the company again? So it was called Petite Papery. Okay. Petite Papery. Okay. Yes. And then what happened after Petite Papery and or what during yeah, so- that? Yeah. So what happened with that was basically I kept doing that from home. Um, I had my oldest son and, you know, obviously super tricky doing your own company with a newborn. And, mm-hmm. but you know, I, I really did love what I was doing. I was meeting some really great people. I was doing some really big events just from word of mouth. So I was getting lucky with that. And then I had my daughter Piper and, you know, still was working away with that. And then we, um, you know, I'm always careful what I say when I talk about my children, but we definitely struggled with um, dressing with her. Mm-hmm. And so that's how my Pipers um, started. I don't know if you want me to dive into that right now, but that <laughs> um, what happened was motherhood basically took over. Mm, like it does. We having, <laughs> right. And we were having massive amounts of struggles getting dressed in the morning and, mm-hmm. you know, an hour, two hours, none, none of it was even enough time. And it was you know, it was just really tricky figuring out at a three-year-old stage what's going on. And it took us, you know, almost a year, year and a half to even figure out what clothing works for her. So, you know, everything would be like really, you know, nice flowing shirts or dresses or nothing too tight, nothing long-sleeved. Um, you know, we're so lucky we live in Southern California. So, we were able to, um, our preschool teachers were amazing and able to, you know, send her to school every day in Crocs. Mm-hmm. Fine with that. Um, I mean, I'm forever indebted to Crocs and then later the company natives, they just saved me from the sock castle. Yeah. But natives all, are amazing. Yeah. Oh, they're amazing. Like I, yes, I have my own glittery pair myself. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> yes. They come in adult sizes. It's amazing. It's such a great company. Um, you know, and long story short, we figured out what she could wear. And some days it was the same shirt and that's fine. We had, you know, like five of the same king tops and that's fine. But it took us a very long time to figure out. But underwear was and socks were the two biggest issues. So, mm-hmm. again, like I said, socks, you know, thankfully we're in Southern California where it's 100 degrees some days and we didn't need to wear socks. Um, yes. But she came down in a dress a couple of days and I told her we have to wear underwear. We have to wear something else under and um she didn't want to so she would go and change and I'm like that's fine then one day she came down in a dress again and I have um kind of a little mom hack right where we get out and get ready for school I have a bin for everybody so everybody has their own underwear bin and sock bin and they're right by the door and they grab them and they go on their way and so I quickly threw her a pair of my son's boxer shorts and I'm like put these on and just kind of as a joke Right. And we were all, we were all laughing and, you know, I, it was just, you know, you're having your mommy moment where you're just, you don't even know what to do anymore. You don't know how to solve this problem. And 
she put them on and we're all laughing and sitting there and it it worked they were fine they were so functional we couldn't even believe it they I was like oh my gosh it's a miracle get in the car let's go to school and it was the first day that I just I felt relief and I didn't cry and she didn't cry and I feel like I'm gonna cry right now. <laughs> no, that's awesome, by the way. It's so <laughs> I love hard. This. And I mean, this mommy shot is so real, and nobody gets it till you're dealing yeah. with it on your own. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, so we went to the preschool, and I dropped her off, and I was so excited. I'm like, this is so great. I'm just gonna go out and I'll buy you boxers for girls. I'll just go get them right now. And I, I literally drove to every store I could think of because I didn't think that they didn't exist. I just right. thought oh, this is so easy. I, I found my solution and I just couldn't believe it. And, you know, I was like, all right, it's okay. We'll just keep wearing the ugly boys, clad ones, but they really don't work for girls. They're too long. They have the open front fly. They, you know, they would always peek out under her dress. They had this elastic that was really too rough for her and they just, they weren't functional. And so one day I, I think I just got really angry and I was really mad. And I was like, you know what? This is so not fair. This is so dumb that I have to buy something that doesn't work, but it's so close to working. Like I'm so close. I can almost feel it. And so we, I just said, okay, I have, I'm so lucky. I had a couple of really great jobs. I wrapped up the tea papery and I was like, I'm, I'm doing this. We're just going to go for it. Mm, <laughs> and <love> it. we did. <laughs> And yeah, and I had, you know, every step of the way, I really, really wanted both of my kids involved because I was like, I'm doing this to help you guys. Yeah. Like, I feel so lucky that we've come this far and I feel like I was kind of gifted with this now looking back at it. And they drew all of the designs. I let them pick um, their colors. I got one of those Pantone books and I let, I let them just pick what spoke to them. I let them draw everything. And I was lucky because my graphic design experience at that point had really taught me so much and I was able to um you know pattern my shorts and draw them and um do all the the logo and do we've just we've done it all ourselves wow we're here (laughs) okay so specifically my pipers um you you design and and make um boxers for girls is that yeah. correct or or for i saw it was for other for boys too is that right yeah you know i have a lot of friends who their little boys wear them and they got really mad at me at one point where they're like wait a minute my boys love these mm-hmm. and i you know i we went into this we started this company because we wanted to include everybody and be inclusive and so i was like well but wait i'm creating it a company for girls because they don't have these boxers. But now I, I don't want to disclude the boys because they do love them and they work for them, especially when they're on the younger end and they're still growing. And these are definitely functional for them still. Um, we found out along our journey that most boys, um, you know, if they do wear boxers, traditional boxers, they don't even use the front fly opening. So mm-hmm. I didn't even really know that I've had Honestly, at some boutiques I've done, I've had like grown men come up and applaud me, and it's been, wow. it's been very interesting. Yeah, that's awesome. So, how yeah. long have you been in existence then? So we um, opened. Um, the concept was about August of 2016, and so I really started that. I'd say we've been open online for about two years. 
Awesome. And and are you selling in any boutiques around LA or? Um... Uh, so I'm not at the moment. I'm actually I'm really excited to get. I'm in production on a whole new line that actually. Um, I'm hoping is going to be even better than our first. I'm calling it my Piper's, you know, 1.0. This is going to be 2.0 and it's even softer fabric, even better elastic. So I'm kind of just waiting on that launch because we've also done a lot of giving back opportunities and we gave back a lot of our first round because, you know, I like being very sensitive and very open about, you know, what worked and what didn't work. And I, you know, so I'm kind of putting it not on hold, like we're selling a lot right now, but I, I want, I feel like the second one is going to be even w- way better than our first launch. So I'm kind of waiting on that and then hopefully keep spreading the word out because I know that a lot of girls would love this product. And I know there's a lot of girls and boys that need this product with sensitivity issues. So it's, it's been really fun to be on the, I've been on a couple adaptive clothing lists lately. And so I, I'm really hoping this just kind of organically evolves and gets bigger and bigger, but I, I do want to stand behind my product. So we're waiting for this next launch. Got it. No, that's awesome. And I was doing a little research on your products and I definitely have a, a daughter or two that would love them. So I will look yeah, forward to you. Yeah. I mean, they're so versatile. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's such a cool concept and I love yeah. that your daughter wanted to wear them and you couldn't find them anywhere. And that's usually how this all yeah. starts, right? Like you just absolutely you find a niche yep. that there isn't an answer for and you bring it to the table yeah. market. Yeah, no. Necessity is the mother of invention, 100%. Necessity is the mother yeah. of invention. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's um, not for me. No, but, but it's a good reminder. Right. And, um, we forget, you know, sometimes we're trying so hard to come up with a concept for maybe a product or business. And sometimes it just kind of is in front of us and, or we have to wait for it. I think sometimes. Yes. And that's, that's kind of what I talk to moms about, like, you know, cause there's so many moms I think out there that are kind of like you, like you went to school for something, um, and that that thing may not be bringing them that happiness they're looking for, that kind of satisfaction in their role. Um, and they're kind of looking for something else. And I, I think, you know, part of that this journey is like, how do you figure that out? How do you figure out right. what you can do, where you can put your energy? It's yeah. really challenging. But for you, it's, yeah. again, it sounds like it just kind of these little, I don't want to say little, these opportunities or moments kind of fell in front of you yeah. and you decided to tackle them on your own. Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. great. I mean, that that's very good. It sounds like you're very attuned to what might be needed out there. Oh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying. I mean, I, you know, it, it's kind of boils down to basics. It's, you know, life is not fun a lot of the time and anything we can do to make our family unit stronger and flow better mm-hmm. is the way to go. Like period. So this helps my family and I, I'm, forever grateful. And, you know, I hope it just continues and helps other kiddos. Yeah. So if you could give advice to moms out there who are like, Hey, um, you know, I'm trying to figure out what I can do to go back to work and I to, to, to have some flexibility and be more available for my family versus like maybe a job where they were, you know, at work 14 hours a day, which is a lot of people now, you know, do you give any advice as far as how to look or, or, explore what might be in front of them. Right. Um, I think for me, the biggest, I guess, kind of thing that I do is I do feel that if an opportunity comes your way, take it. And like, no matter what, even if 
you're like, this is not, you know, I, I don't know where I'm going to be in five years. I don't, I don't know if this is going to work. I don't, but if it's calling to you and if you're like, oh yeah, I, that, that could be something I really would enjoy or I'd really like to do. I think, try it. I think go for it. I think, you know, I think the world is opening up to, you know, people, it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to fall and get back up. And I say, you know, try it, go for it. You you can always go back to what you're originally doing or, but there's no reason not to try something because it could end up being the exact thing you're looking for. Yeah. I think so. that's, I think that's great. And you know, my other question for you is like, because you've done this now twice um, and you're yeah, right. clearly passionate about it and, and you're, be, you, you, you're behind this idea, right? Um, right. Like how, what, what could, would you say to people, women that are struggling to move, to make something, an idea come to fruition because like they might be afraid or getting in front of their own way. Right. Like a lot of us do, you know, we get in our heads and we're like, Oh, right. I can't do this. I can't do this. And like, how do you stay the course if you will? Right. Um, again, definitely my other thing I do is one day at a time, especially as a mom, I, I, I can't, my inbox is out of control. I just, pick like three things to do every day that will help, you know, yes, of course, do your mommy things and everything, but do three things every day for you or a business idea or something that you think is something you want to do. Because if you don't start now, you're going to be a year from now looking back like, oh, if I had just started a year ago and you'll be so happy that every day you just maybe, you know, submitted your project somewhere or you contacted an old friend somewhere or you sent that you know story out somewhere just you have to do a couple things every day just keep putting yourself out there because a year from now you'll look back and you'll be like wow I can't believe what I've done this year and it will be it will make such a difference if you just keep going I don't know what to do I don't know just do do one thing do send one email yeah. Take that one yeah. little risk. Just, just do it. You, you don't know what's going to happen. Somebody could write you back with, oh my gosh, you know, I was, there's, you know, there's no coincidences in life. I just, just looking for somebody to hire and you're the perfect fit or, you know, you, you don't know. And sometimes I feel like you have to have faith and there are reasons why, you know, you're intuitively called to maybe make that phone call or do that email and just, just do it, you know, put on your brave hat and go for it. Yeah. I think that's such good advice. I mean, even if you get one email out to your point, like it was such a sense of like accomplishment, I think, and and it motivates you and and kind of propels you forward to do more actually. Once you, it's it's that first step, right? That's like the hardest part. I don't know why. Yeah. It's true. The unknown, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I yeah. love I love that you have, you know, kind of again stayed the course, pushed forward, like made things happen. What um with your business yeah. and your children, do you get if you get any time for yourself, what do you like to do? Um, for me, I I know like everybody's like, What what free time? There isn't right. free time. <laughs> um for me it's reading. I love to read and ah. I don't get I I have like a stack of books next to my bed that you know one day hopefully I will get through it's not now but even if you know again like doing those little things every day if you have five minutes read for five minutes that's huge yeah you feel so much better you know and taking the five minutes for yourself is is a big deal as hard as it is (laughs) um favorite book ever do you have one oh my gosh or favorite favorite genre that's really hard you know I one of my favorite things being a mom is kind of reliving childhood again. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, my son, it was, it's a couple of years ago now, but he, 
their fourth grade book was Island of the Blue Dolphins. Oh. And I remember, and I, I kind of had forgotten that book. And I remember like, I remember reading that book and just being like, how on earth can one woman survive on an island on her own? This is crazy. And I, I, I remember moments reading that book. And so I, I would say for right now, that book is really present for me. And, you know, women can do a lot. You can survive on your own island for sure. Yeah, that's amazing. I love it. And yeah. it's such a good, a good um, way to think about this. I mean, it really is yeah. brilliant. Um, well, can you, for, for our listeners, can you just tell them right. where you can find um, your website and um, we'll make sure to have everything listed once we run the episode. Oh, that'd be great. Yes. Yeah, so it's mypipers.world. So it's my, M-Y, Pipers, P-I-P-E-R-S dot world. Okay. We feel like we're kind of creating a new world where everybody can wear boxers. I love so it. we went for that. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And hoping they spread throughout the world one day. So that's I, where to find us. It's pretty simple. <laughs> I think, I think they will. I think it's such a great concept and I will definitely share them with friends yeah. and we'll, we'll obviously share more with um, our listeners. So, well, Bly, thank, thank you for so. this conversation. It was so nice talking to you. I'm, I'm love your, um, just, you know, your passion and, and, and vibe and the fact that you just you keep doing amazing stuff. So thank you so much thank for being on the jumpers. Thank you. I'm so glad we finally connected. I know. All right. We'll take care. <laughs> we'll talk soon. Okay. Sounds great. All take right, care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mother Jumpers. I am your host, Monica Rolliter, a fellow mom looking to make a new jump. Mother Jumpers is created in Los Angeles and edited by Jason Crow. To become a part of the Mother Jumper community, please visit us at www.themotherjumpers.com. You can also find us on Instagram at Mother Jumper and Facebook at Mother Jumpers. I'd love to hear from you if you're a mother jumper and want to share your story. Or if you're looking to make a jump, please send us questions that we can ask on an upcoming episode. You can email me at monica at themotherjumpers.com. Also, share Mother Jumpers with your friends and family and leave us a review wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much and have a great week of jumping forward. So-